0: this is greater gospel temple the church of praise and worship it's a wonderful wonderful day and for that i am grateful to god it is sunday sunday morning as a matter of fact august 9th 2020 you can reach greater gospel temple at ggtchurch66 at yahoo.com or 469-629-9543 i am grateful 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 for another day that god has kept me and this is extraordinary sunday and expect something extraordinary today and give extraordinary love and care to whoever you meet and see or even speak with because god is doing some extraordinary work And anything that he does really is extraordinary because to us it's miracles, but to him it's just what God does. And if we love him, if we obey him, keep his commandments, please him, we will have the desires of our heart and everything that happens works for our good. That's the Word of God. I'm going off the cuff this morning. I'm just coming to you. I'm coming to you with the Word of God. And what I'm coming to you with today is Luke, the 11th chapter, part of the 11th chapter. And it came to pass that as he was praying in a certain place, when he ceased one of his disciples said unto him lord teach us to pray as john also taught his disciples and he said unto them when ye pray say our father which art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done as in heaven so in earth Give us day by day our daily bread and forgive us our sins for we also forgive everyone that is indebted to us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil and he said unto them which of you shall have a friend and shall go unto him at midnight and say unto him friend lend me three loaves for a friend of mine in his journey is come to me and i have nothing to say before him and he from within shall answer and say trouble me not the door is now shut and my children are with me in bed i cannot rise and give thee i say unto you though he will not rise and give him Because he is his friend, yet because of his importunity, he will rise and give him as many as he needeth. And I say unto you, ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. For every one that asketh receiveth, and he that seeketh findeth, and to him that knocketh it shall be opened. If a son shall ask bread of any of you that is a father, will he give him a stone? Or if he ask a fish, will he for a fish give him a serpent? Or if he shall ask an egg, will he offer him a, a scorpion? If ye then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask him? And he was casting out a devil, and he was dumb. And it came to pass, when the devil was gone out, the dumb spake, and the people wondered. But some of them said, He casteth out devils through Beelzebub, the chief of the devils. And others, tempting him, sought of him a sign from heaven. But he, knowing their thoughts, said unto them, Every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation, and a house divided against a house falleth. If Satan also be divided against himself, how shall his kingdom stand because ye say that i cast out devils through beelzebub and if i by beelzebub cast out devils by whom do your sons cast them out therefore shall they be your judges but if i with the finger of god cast out devils no doubt the kingdom of god is come upon you when a strong man armed keepeth his palace his goods are in peace but when a stronger than he shall come up on him and overcome him he taketh from him all his armor wherein he trusted and divided his spoils he that is not with me is against me and he that gathereth not with me scattereth. when the unclean spirit is gone out of a man he walketh through dry places seeking rest, and finding none, he saith, I will return unto my house whence I came out. And when he cometh, he findeth it swept and garnished. Then goeth he, and taketh him to him, then goeth he, and taketh to him seven other spirits more wicked than himself, and they enter in, and dwell there, and the last state of that man is worse than the first mind my mind oh my god i'm going to stop there that's the 26th verse i'm going to talk about this i'm going to talk about this jesus had been praying and he was in a certain place so when he finished praying one of the disciples came up to him and asked him to teach them to pray as John the Baptist had taught his disciples to pray. So then Jesus said, now when you pray, this is the style that you use. This is how you pray. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, as in heaven, so in earth. And then he tells them, to say, give us this day, give us day by day our daily bread. And then forgive our sins, for we also forgive everyone that is indebted to us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. And he said unto them, which of you shall have a friend? I shall go unto him at midnight. And say unto him friend lend me three loaves for a friend of mine in his journey he's come to me and i have nothing to set before him now let me dwell on this he said give us this day or give us day by day and we know in the books they are worded just a little differently but everything is the same in the lord's prayer and luke said and here he wrote give us day by day our daily bread day by day our daily bread and that's what god does for us he gives us day by day our daily bread and he gives us the the blessing of being able to store food up and be able to go to the refrigerator to the cabinet to the cupboard however or however, whatever you call it refrigerator we know keeps the food cold that is necessary as needed to be kept cold or frozen or whatever. He has blessed us to do that day by day. He gives us our daily bread. And He said, anything, whatever the will of God is, let it be done here on earth as is done in heaven. Then he said, forgive us of our sins, as we forgive everyone that's indebted to us. Now, this is very important here. We must forgive. We must forgive. And he said, forgive us our sins, for we also forgive everyone that is indebted to us. So we have to forgive in order to be forgiven. We have to keep a level playing field. We have to keep it right. We have to keep it right. And sometimes people don't, many times, people don't ask you to forgive them because some people are just self-righteous. They think they're right in doing what they've done to offend you. Some don't feel like they've offended you. It's just their style of life. But no matter, no matter whether they verbally, whether they write you a note, text you, send you a voice message, if they don't do any of that and ask for forgiveness, you forgive them anyway. I'm not saying suck up to them. I'm not saying be a doormat for them. But you forgive them and go on and live your life in a happy extraordinary happy joyful way release all of that release all of it whether they ask you for forgiveness or not you forgive and go on with your life Then it says, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. God does, he, he allows us to be tempted. He always makes a way for us to escape without yielding to the temptation. And then he delivers us from the evil that could arise from yielding to the temptation. He delivers us from that from all the evil that could arise from just yielding to temptation. And then he said to them, which one of you having a friend shall go to that friend at midnight and you need something from that friend? And you say, I have somebody that came by and I don't have enough food to set before them so I came over to you friend or you went over to your friend's house either way present or past and you ask the friend to help you out then the friend tells you oh my my brother my sister I'm already in the bed it's late I've got my children all tucked in and I don't want to disturb them because it's late but then you he gets up he or she and they come and help you out anyway though he will not rise and give him because he is his friend yet because of his importunity he will rise and give because he needs his help and this is what we do as saints of god as christians it might not be because you're my friend it might not be because you're so close to me but it it is because of the need that has arisen the present need and i say unto you though he will not rise and give him because he is his friend Yet because of his importunity, he will rise and give him as many as he needed. And I say unto you, this is Jesus talking. Jesus is talking. He said, and I say unto you, ask, and it shall be given you. Seek. And ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. For every one that ask, receive it. And he that seeketh find it and to him that knock it it shall be open and I want to talk about this importunity importunity means persistence especially to the point of annoyance and so going back up here because this person was, was persistent I need your help Would you come and help me? I need your help. Then the friend got up and helped him. And we have to be persistent with God and asking him. We must believe and then trust him for what we've asked for. Now, if a son shall ask bread of any of you that is a father, will he give him a stone? No, you will not do that if you're a good parent. Or if he ask a fish, will he for a fish give him a serpent? No, we won't do that to our children. So, Or if he shall ask him an egg, will he offer him a scorpion? No, because we love our children and we want the best for our children. So if ye then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask him? My, my, my. My, my, my. How much more shall your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to him? That asked, him. but some of them said he cast out devils through the elders, the chief of devils, and others tempting him sought of him a sign from heaven. But he, knowing their thoughts, said unto them, Every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation, and the house divided against a house falleth. If Satan also be divided against himself, how shall his kingdom stand? Because you say that I cast out devils through Beelzebub. And if by Beelzebub cast out devils, if I by Beelzebub cast out devils, by whom do your sons cast them out? Therefore shall they be your judges. But if I with the finger of God cast out devils, no doubt the kingdom of God is coming to you. When a strong man armed keepeth his palace, his goods are in peace. But when a stronger than he shall come upon him and overcome him, he taketh from him all his armor wherein he trusted and divided his and spoiler. He that is not with me is against me, and he gathereth not with he that gathereth not with me, me scatter. If you're not with me, the Lord. If you're not with him, you're against him. And when the unclean spirit is gone out of a man, he walketh through dry places, seeking rest, and finding none, he saith, I will return unto the house whence I came. And when he cometh, he findeth it swept and garnished. And when he goeth, he taketh to him seven other spirits more wicked than himself and they enter in and dwell there and the last state of that man is worse than the first see it's very important that we keep it together in the lord we cannot afford to take chances with our salvation we cannot afford to go back and forth i'm saved today i'm a sinner today i'm saved tomorrow i'm a sinner yesterday we cannot do that we have to keep it together and the only way that we can keep it together for salvation's sake is to depend totally upon god and then he's told telling us something here We've repented of our sins, we've accepted Jesus Christ as our personal savior, and we're living a sanctified life. But then, if we start taking chances with our salvation, I don't do this anymore because God has saved me. I don't do that anymore because God has saved me. This is not right because God has saved me and my life is cleaned up he has made me a new person inside and out spiritually and naturally the things that i used to do as a sinner i don't do those things anymore let me tell you temptations will come temptation will come remember at the first part of the scripture said lead us not into temptation God will not lead us into temptation. He will allow us to be tempted, but then we, through the power of the Holy Spirit, have the power to not yield to that temptation. Then we come down here. And they talked about Jesus, and Jesus cast out the devils and demons. He healed the people. They said that he cast them out by the name of Beelzebub, the devil. And Jesus asked him now, Okay, so how can the devil stand and be strong and firm and and still successful if he's casting out himself? So if he's against himself, how can he stand firm and strong? So you say that I cast out devils. So if you say that I cast them out by Beelzebub, then your sons are casting them out. So who are they casting them out through? So therefore, if you say they're casting out devils by devils, then they're going to be your judge. He said, but if I, with the finger of God, cast out devil, devils, no doubt the kingdom of God is come upon you. The kingdom of God is here. The kingdom of God is here. And when a strong man in his home, he is armed, he protects his home, then as long as he can protect his home, his goods are in peace. He's safe. Everything that he has is safe. But when a stronger person comes along and attacks, invades, and overcomes him, then that stronger person takes from that home what he wishes to take and then goes and sells and divides those spoils outside of that home so jesus is saying that he that is not with me is against me and he that gathereth not with me scattered and then he talks about that unclean spirit again he said when it's gone out then it goes out and is one wandering or wandering about trying to find another place it can't find another place is restless going up and down through dry places seeking rest he finds no rest so then that evil spirit said now i'm going back to where i came from that means that he's coming to try to repossess your soul your spirit because he can't find somewhere out there to go He's been cast out so when he comes back if you're not prepared spiritually if you have slipped up if you have yielded to temptation he comes back he finds it all cleaned up then he said hmm Okay, it's all swept and garnished. It's all cleaned up. His soul is clean. His spirit is clean. I know what I'll do. Then he goes back, talking about that evil spirit, and he finds seven other evil spirits that are more wicked than himself. Then they come and take possession of of you again and they dwell there and then it tells us that the shape that that person was in before is worse than the state they were the state that they are now is worse than the state that they were in before. So he's coming, he's brought seven more wicked devils that are more wicked than him. And they have repossessed that soul and that spirit. Let me tell you something, just from this, you cannot, we cannot afford to be wishy-washy with our salvation. God is protecting us. He's keeping us. The Holy Spirit is as long as we allow it to keep us. Remember there is a choice. There is a choice. There is a choice. God has told us through his word to seek ye this day whom ye will serve. Will it be me or will it be the devil? We have that choice. So I admonish you to keep your choice focused on your salvation. Don't let the evil spirit repossess you because when it does come back, it's coming back with a vengeance. It's coming back with a vengeance. There is a scripture that tells us that men should always pray and not faint. Don't yield to temptation because yielding is sin each victory will help you some other to win don't yield to temptation don't yield to temptation god will give you the desires of your heart just be patient be patient live a holy and a sanctified life and let me say this to you Even though there are desires, deep, deep desires in your heart, in your mind. There are some desires that you have that can physically affect you in in certain ways. But I tell you, just hold on. Hold on to your faith in God and believe. Because God will give you what's best for you. He can change people and fit them into your life. He can change you and fit you into someone else's life. But the main point here is not to yield to temptation. There are things that we as Christians, Christians, as saints of God, are not allowed to do anymore. Because we must be that example to others that it is a fact that holiness is right. Holiness is right although we've all sinned we've all come short of god's glory we have repented and we've been filled with god's holy spirit and it sustains us day by day by day by day it sustains us because we want to be sustained and that desire that you have God will fulfill that desire. Because he said, if, in the Bible it tells us that if our ways please God, then he will give us the desires of our hearts. And I believe that with all of my heart. That's why I ask him to give me strength, give me the courage, give me the patience to wait until He gives me that desire that He fulfills it for me. I believe He'll do it. I believe it. I believe it. I believe that He will give me the desires of my heart because I'm doing everything that I can within my power. Then I'm leaving it all the rest of it up to God, I'm leaving it up to Him, because there is nothing that I can do on my own, but because I've repented, accepted Jesus Christ as my personal Savior, and I'm living as holy as I know to live, all the rest of it, everything... And I say the rest, but it's all in the hands of God. And I believe Him. I believe Him. I believe Him. I believe Him. The Lord loves you. He's watching over you. He will protect you. You already know that. He's doing it right now. He's protecting you because he loves you. Even in our sinful days, he protected us. And look where we are now. If you have not repented of your sins, this is the opportunity to repent of your sins and accept Jesus Christ as your personal savior if you have repented of your sins before and you are in a backsliding state this is for you to repeat after me whether you sh- i want you to be serious about it but even if you're not totally sure you want to do this do it anyway because we don't know what will happen in between the seconds that we'll pray god wants to save you Even though he loves you, he does not love the sin that you're in. Okay? So repeat after me. Dear God, I repent of my sins. I ask you in the name of Jesus to forgive me of my sins and I accept Jesus Christ as my personal Savior. Amen. You've done it. God heard you. And if You are serious. You are now saved. It's just that simple. Now, if you're not in fellowship with other saints of God, under a sanctified leader, ask God to guide you or ask Him to guide someone to you to lead you to where you need to be in order to live this life, a sanctified life in a successful way and to be able to be taught the way of holiness and then hold on and live a holy and a sanctified life. I'm telling you, it's worth it. It's worth it. It's worth it. It's worth it. Just think about it. Now you have eternal life. Now your soul is ready for heaven. You don't have to go to hell now because you've repented. There is a hell, there is a heaven, and God has given us the choice to choose which one we want to spend eternity in. I choose to live eternally with God in heaven. That's what I want to do. I love you, this is Greater Gospel Temple, Greater Gospel Temple, the Church of Praise and Worship. 469 629 9543 GGT Church 66 at yahoo.com. Enjoy, enjoy this extraordinary day. I love you. Let me hear from you.